What does Hasidus say about using corporal punishment on children? I don't know if this is a Hasidic question. Um, I think it's a simply a psychological question. The, the question that could be legitimately asked, was it ever just to hit children? Does hitting children ever serve a purpose? Um, if you think about the psychology of hitting a child, what is the purpose of hitting a child? The purpose of hitting a child is either to make a child do something or to make a child not do something without teaching them to do it, but by forcing them to do it. That's what hitting means. You're giving them a consequence which is painful and you're saying, don't do this because it's right or don't not do this because it's wrong. Do this or don't do that because I'm going to hit you. Now, you know, we, we can see the logic in that when it comes to drinking poison or walking into a, a street where cars are running. Um, in other words, you have to stop a behavior which is dangerous. And to offset that danger, you subject the child to a lesser danger. But it's, there's no education. You're not teaching anything to anybody when you hit them. You're just, you're frightening them. You're taking away their will, in effect, as opposed to inspiring their will. So was hitting children ever just is an interesting question, but I, I don't think it's a question that today we, we just see the effects. You're not teaching the child anything by hitting the child. You may frighten the child, you may intimidate the child, you may shut the child down, but it's not, a, it's not education, it's not teaching. And um, the consequences of this are very severe. I, I've seen even from the Rebbe where the Rebbe says that this is out of the question. Um... Having said what I just said, I want to share a, a story, I guess I'll share two stories with you about patching children. And it's not chasasham that in any way, shape, or form I'm retracting what I just said. I'm just giving a bit of a context. The first is when I was a little child, my father read to me a story from the previous Rebbe's childhood, where the previous Rebbe relates that his father hit him once. Once in his childhood, his father gave him a patch. And the occasion was that his father found him eating breakfast, and his father asked him if he made a bracha and tzitzis, and he said yes. So his father said, I want you to make a bracha and tzitzis. So he said to his father, I made a bracha and tzitzis. So his father told him, I want you to make a bracha and tzitzis. And he said, I made a bracha and tzitzis. So his father patched him. And he cried. He cried terribly. He didn't cry because the patch hurt. He cried terribly because the patch was very humiliating. And later he came to his father and he said, Why do you make a bracha and tzitzis? Because the tata gehesen is the ebisha gehesen. Am I doing it for my father for the ebishtad? I made a bracha, why are you hitting me? So the Rebbe told him, his father told him, A bracha daf macha ma drebisha gehesen. The bracha he made because God said. But God gave every parent the responsibility to look after his child and teach him how to do what Hashem wants. And therefore when a parent instructs, a child has to listen. Um, the, the, the aspect of the story which draw attention are first of all the fact that he was humiliated rather than hurt and second of all he was comfortable to confront his father in other words the patch, the slap usually ch shuts the child down it simply turns off that part of the child in this case the patch actually elicited uh, something which turned out to be education and again there's no 
question that in today's day and age, there's no such room for that. Not Besides for the fact that our children are not the previous Rebbe and we're not the Rebbe Rasha. But I want to tell you another story. I had a great-grandfather who was a very, very big chassid, whose name was Rabbi Saul Nevli, Saul Levin. And he was a malamed. He was a good malamed. His students loved him. The students absolutely adored him. But he gave patch. He did hit the children. I don't know what were the rules in his classroom, but he gave patch. And one of the stories they tell about the Bissell Neville giving patch is that he slapped the child for whatever crime. And then he paused. He hesitated. And he said, The child was an orphan. And he said, I just hit an orphan. I hit an orphan. He started, the Bissell Neville, the Malamid, started to cry. So the little boy he says to his Malamid, the Rebbe, I earned it. I deserve the patch. So the Malamid says, I know, but you're an orphan. I hit an orphan. So the end of the story was that the teacher and the student both cried. The student cried that he felt that the teacher shouldn't cry because he deserved the patch. And the teacher cried because whether the child deserved it or not, he was an orphan. The reason I tell this story is because it tells you something about Malamdim. In other words, if you have a teacher who has that kind of rapport with his students, where even when the teacher slaps the child, there is this deep love. It's, it's a different level. We don't have such teachers, or maybe we don't have such students, or we don't have either. Rabbi Salman Nebla was a Malamid, and his students loved him, loved him. It's hard to explain why, and it's certainly hard to explain how, but even when he gave a patch, that love did not subside. So I... I'm not going to say that his patch, which he gave, whatever it is, 70, 80 years ago, was just. But this is certain, that a teacher who doesn't have such unconditional love for his students to such an extent that it's reciprocated by the students to him, even when he hits the children, um, it, it absolutely takes away that whole thing. I mean, the fact of life is, we're not the same kind of people. In other words, besides for the fact that the children are different children and it's really very destructive, the teachers are different teachers and they really don't have that right and don't have that authority. Mm-hmm.